Take off your pants. Unleash your true self. Real unicorns don't wear pants. Oh, hey, money-making unicorns. Everyone wants to talk about the mother wound and uh, the witch wound, right? Wounds are trending right now. But let's talk about the real motherfucking wound here because this is the group project wound. Um, did you experience this? Did you do this shit in high school, right? Where you had these like group projects, or I guess probably it starts in like middle school, right? Um, where you have like a group project. I vaguely remember one in like my math class um, where the teacher was like, okay, we're going to put these like group of four people together and um, you know, you're going to sit down and you're going to have to solve this math problem. And it's a quarter of the grade of your class, you know, for like the whole fucking semester and like being so stressed out by that shit. It was unreal, right? I remember in this math class, it was like, well, first of all, it was like algebra one and I'm not good at algebra. You guys like math is not my fucking strong suit. Like I'm good at geometry, but I, and I'm good at money, but I am not fucking good at like algebra. Like my brain just doesn't think like that. Like theorems all fucking day long, but like algebra fuck off. Right. So it was in algebra, which is not my fucking strong suit anyways. So it was also like extra challenging because it was going to be a group project around something that I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. And so I remember being so stressed out during this group project and also like not being able to save it because I like wasn't smart enough, right? Like I wasn't good enough at algebra to be able to save it. And the four of us were just like, there was no like, like I was supposed to be the leader because I'm a leader personality, but I don't know anything about algebra. So I couldn't fucking save it. And we got a C. And that was the first time like ever that I ever got a C on anything. And it was so fucking traumatic for me. Like I remember crying and like being upset. Well, that's not entirely true. I did get an F one time. I got an F one time in third grade because the teacher had us write a, uh, we had to do a report, like a book report. And I did my book report on interview with the vampire. <laughs> <laughs> the teacher didn't think that was appropriate, so she gave me an F. But my mom came in and fucking yelled at her until I got my A. <laughs> but this was the first time that I got to see because, like, it was a group project. There was nothing I could do. Like, I wasn't that good at the math, so I couldn't carry all three of the other fucking people. And you know how it is in a fucking group project, right? Like, there's always the one, like, hot dude that's not going to do anything, right? <laughs> like, there's the hot dude that's not going to do a goddamn thing because he's too hot to, like, participate in a group project because there's always, like, some fucking smart girl that's like, um, I'll do your part of it for you. <laughs> that always happens, right? Um, and then you always have like the, the know-it-all chick that doesn't really know it all, right? Who isn't that smart, but she just likes to be in charge of things, right? And so she's like, I'll do this and I'll do that. But then she does it all wrong and you're like, fuck, right? Um, group projects are the fucking worst. And it's like this dynamic of having to work with this like tiny pod of people that your teacher picked out for you and you always get fucking screwed. And if you're anything like me and you're in that fucking leadership kind of feel, like you get called bossy a lot, you know? Did you, did you get that? <laughs> If you get called bossy a lot, you hate group projects, okay? Because they're awful. So you go through the group project, you're the one in charge. And if it's a subject you don't know anything about, you get a C, right? But even if it is a subject that you do know everything about, you end up doing everybody else's fucking work for them, right? <laughs> because they all fuck it up and they can't do it right. So then you have to do four times the work to get the fucking grade. And if you don't, you fucking fail. And it is the worst fucking thing in the world. And I remember being in school and just absolutely fucking hating this shit and our senior year. Okay. So this is the time that I got fucking, this is the time that I almost got expelled. Okay. So it was my senior year and we were in art. Okay. Now, now let's be clear. This art teacher fucking hated me. <laughs> 
hated me. Art teachers hate me. Okay. Like if you paint shit like this, art teachers fucking hate you. So like art teachers hated me. Um, this lady really hated me because she was like queen of the dress code. Right. Um, and of course I was never adhering to dress code because the fact that we have dress code is disgusting. Okay. So she hated me for dress code. Uh, her class was the class after lunch. So we all came back from lunch, like drunk and high. <laughs> I mean, I get it. Being a teacher is fucking terrible, but you signed up for this shit, bitch. You were like, you know what would be really fun to coach a bunch of fucking adolescent asshole teenagers every single day and fucking teach them things that they don't want to learn during times that they don't feel like learning. Like you signed up for that shit. So don't complain to me. Okay. You knew what was going to happen. So she hated us and um, specifically hated me, but also there were these other people in the class that she also hated. And so we had to do a group pro project, but she let us choose our groups, which was a very dangerous idea. <laughs> and so me and um, this guy, Joe and Andy, me, Joe and Andy, and, and there was one other person with us, but I can't remember who it was. Um, God, I don't know. Because like, me, Joe and Andy were the ones that got in trouble. <laughs> And so we had to do a group project where we were supposed to, I don't remember like the prompt exactly, but it was like, we were supposed to be making like flyers or something like that, or, you know, or planning like a holiday. I don't know. It was something completely benign. Right. Um, and so we decided that what we were going to do to like make up our holiday was that we were going to make bro day. <laughs> okay. So this was our group project is that we had to, to make all of the, the art and, you know, like express the things for bro day is what we came up with because, you know, we graduated in 2002. And so this was when like, you know, it was that like very, there was like that bro niche of dudes, like at every school where they drove big lifted trucks, right? Big lifted trucks. They wore puka shell necklaces and they wore billabong t-shirts. You guys remember this shit? Okay. So like that was the guy we were talking about this guy and it was like a very specific person in, in, in our class. Right. And so we made posters. Right. And so it was like bro day and it had one of those, like, um, those hibiscus flowers, you know, <laughs> like the hibiscus flowers. And then a picture of the dude with the billabong shirt on with a fucking hookah shell necklace. And it was like at the bottom, it said like, if your truck ain't lifted, it ate shit or some shit like that. Right. And so we made these Brody posters and we plastered them all over the school. And this was like in our senior year, like spring of senior year. So it was like almost graduation. And so we plastered them all over the school. We made copies, did all the things. Right. Well, naturally the next day, like the school had taken them all down, right? The janitor pulled them all down. Um, and they had told us like, you can't put up, you can't put up, uh, flyers without approval from the counselor. And we were like, shit, okay, you know, <laughs> well, instead of just letting sleeping dogs lie, like we should have fucking done. <laughs> We couldn't because we were in a group, right? This is the other side of group projects is that you can create a movement. <laughs> you can create a movement and you can create inertia with these things. Um, and you can convince each other to do really like crazy things because crowd psychology is a motherfucking thing. So we went and grabbed a different poster off of the wall that was already approved. And it had like the, the stamp of approval from the school on it. Well, they're stupid. We just superimpose the stamp onto our flyers, right? So we put the we put the flyers back through the copy machine, but this time with the stamp on them. And then we plaster the school again um, with the with the approval ones. Um, that one is what got us in trouble. <laughs> So then we all got called to the fucking principal's office. You know how it goes. The dean was like, "What the fuck?" And we were like, "Sorry, we didn't know we couldn't do that." <laughs> right? Um, they ended up suspending us because they called it a senior prank. And there was a zero tolerance policy for senior pranks because the year before, the class before us, those motherfuckers did some shit. Okay. The class before us, they, um, 
they took plastic forks, you know, like um, just, just plastic forks. And one of the other schools in town had just redone their turf, which you know that shit costs like fucking 25 grand. Like their, their fucking football field had just been redone. And they went out and put plastic forks, like stuck them in the ground and it froze that night. And so it ruined all of the turf and like cost the school all this fucking money, right? It's like, and that's not our fault. We didn't do that shit, right? It's the class above us. But then for our class, they had a zero tolerance policy for senior pranks. And so they suspended all of us and they were like threatening to expel us, which of course my, my mom was not going to fucking let that shit happen, right? But we we missed everything for our senior stuff. Like they suspended us, like so we didn't have um, we didn't get to go to our like senior our senior night thing, whatever um, the safe and sober night, which we weren't going to be safe or sober for. Um, <laughs> no, we didn't, and we we didn't get to go to like our senior sunrise and all that stuff. They expelled us, and they almost didn't let us walk. Like if my mom would have gone there and there and got thrown a fucking fit, they weren't going to let us walk. Now it's a funny kind of story because you know what I remember about graduating from high school that I don't remember walking the stage at all. <laughs> like I remember getting in trouble and not being able to like, and almost getting fucking not being able to walk like that. That's it. Like, I don't remember anything else. <laughs> that goes to show you how important that shit is. Right. Just doesn't fucking matter. So I, uh, you know, we go through this group project thing and we get our asses in trouble. So that is what happens when you do group projects, right? And everybody is like in this space of like collaboration, fucking blah, blah, blah. No, fuck you guys, okay? Like I will take competition over collaboration any fucking day because at least in competition, we're being honest, okay? Because in collaboration, I see all these, um, you know, in, in the coaching world, I see all these people that are like doing like networking events and co-networking events and meow, 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 right? And like, they like guise it under this thing of like, we're all friends and we we hold hands and we sing songs around a campfire. And then you go to these fucking things and it's just an, an, like all of these bitches like stabbing each other in the back the second anybody's back gets turned. <laughs> it's so brutal. It's so fucking brutal. Or it's the people where no one's making any money right? Nobody's making any money. So there's nothing to compete about. And basically they're just like having a study session and like, they're all like doing a networking event with people who are never going to buy their fucking thing. And they're not making any money, but they're, they're feeling like they're working. It's like, I have a real business. It's like when a, um, when a yoga teacher or a health, a, a, a personal trainer, a personal trainer is like, I'm going to become a coach. And like, they think that becoming a coach means building a website. <laughs> That's not it, you guys, okay? Like that's building a website is not going to make you any money. I guarantee you, okay? Building a website is not how you become a real fucking coach. That's that's not it. And so when you think of this shit like in these networking events and this like collaboration thing, like okay, there's a time and a place for collaboration, but collaboration is something that has to be carefully construed. It has to be something that's balanced. It has to be something that actually makes sense for both parties. It has to be mutually beneficial in order for it to actually be a collaboration. And everybody in the fucking game needs to be making money. Okay. Or it's not worth doing. It's just busy work where you're pretending to have a business instead of going and getting clients, which is what you should be fucking working on. Okay. So the endless networking events um, that produce no clients are not a good use of your time. They're just you pretending, right? Like that's literally a fucking circle jerk. And so that's what happens with these group projects is that in a group project thing, you either have a situation where one person is the leader, takes over and has to do all the work to carry everybody else's fucking slack. Or you have the movement style one where everybody fucking gets in trouble. Or you have the fucking circle jerk where everybody positively reinforces everybody else's limiting beliefs. And I see this in the coaching world all the fucking time, right? Is people at the same income levels getting in the same room 
and sitting there and spending all this time with each other. Right. And so it's like, they're making three grand a month. And so you spend all of your time with other people who are making $3,000 a month. Guess what happens? Y'all make $3,000 a month for fucking ever because you're never allowing yourself to be in a space where you get fucking stretched because you're creating a comfortable circle of collaboration, calling it a group project and acting like you're doing your job today, but actually you're not right. So time and a place like this is the group project wound. And hey, let's apply this at the next fucking level in bartender land, right? In bartender land, group projects, fucking, oh my God, the bartender skill. <laughs> okay. USPG, fucking giant ass fucking group project, full of collaboration, not competition, full of people who lie. <laughs> full of people who absolutely do not fucking help each other. They stab each other in the back the first fucking chance that they get. And they are all motherfucking assholes who are out for themselves. And I know because I was a president for seven fucking years. Okay. I was the president of the bartenders guild in, in my town for seven fucking years. And it was good old boy club from hell. Like that is exactly what happened at the national level. Um, there were these very like exclusive like group project things where they like wanted you to do, you know, work together to do all the shit, but the same thing. It was like popularity contest, the the pop the hot popular guy not doing anything, one girl taking taking credit for every what everybody else did. I mean, it was the same shit, just repeated fucking five, 10 years later. It was ridiculous. But that kind of layering, right, in the bartenders guild, like it was a group from hell. You know, I mean, they they played all sorts of fucking political drama, fucking games. I just saw a post go out on LinkedIn today that it's like 75th anniversary of the USBG. I'm like, fuck USBG. <laughs> like, dude, that shit sucks so bad, right? Like I, you know, bled, I bled fucking USBG for seven fucking years. I was donating time like crazy. I, I, I built up my chapter. I had so many fucking members. We built it from zero to a hundred. We had a hundred members in a tiny ass fucking city. Uh, we threw events every single month. We donated charities. We did all this shit and same thing. Okay. It was a group project because there were four officers, but who did all of the work? <laughs> me, <laughs> right? Me. And then they would, you know, the credit would go to Alona because Alona is my best friend. Right. But the credit would go to her because everyone likes her. <laughs> Everybody likes Lo, so she got she would get all the credit for these fucking events, right? Which, I mean, I was glad that it was going to her and not somebody else, because at least I fucking like her too, right? Um, but, you know, everybody thought, you know, it's like, oh my God, Lo did all the things. Like, she's like, no, I didn't do any of this shit. Nicole did it. Like, Lo was fucking 45 minutes late to everything that we did. <laughs> But National would take credit for the shit we did. Um, we would raise money. Like, you know, one of our members, one of our members, um, Ashton, Ashton died in a motorcycle accident, totally sober, by the way. Um, and he had a daughter who was the same age as my daughter. They were literally two weeks apart. And so we raised all this money um, for his daughter. I mean, I think it was like I don't know, almost 10 grand, like seven, 10 grand, something like that. And um, National told us, they were like, no, 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 like you, you have to like, do it the, the right thing with the money. You can't just like give it to the family. You have to like put it through these proper channels. And we didn't fucking know, right? So we're like, okay. And so we handed over to this uh, this organization that they told us to give it to. I don't remember what the fuck it was called, um, but we gave it to over to them. And so then they accepted the donation, the end, and never fucking did anything with it. That fucking little girl never saw a fucking dime of that fucking money. It was so disgusting, right? Like it was just like they 
the, the group project gone wrong, right? It's like somebody wasn't talking to somebody else. And so, you know, they told us like nationals charity fucking arm of arm of national that does charity representation told us to do this thing. And then we did it and we got fucked, right? Because the girl never got the fucking money. And we asked question after question. We sent email after email after email and nobody ever fucking responded to us because up there at group project level, like the national group project was not running well, right? The collaboration wasn't working. Um, and so the right hand wasn't talking to the left and it was just constant fuck ups, right? And then you go on to figure out like as an adult that this is how it works everywhere, that this is how it works in big business, right? And big, even in big business, it's it's still like this. There's like these group projects that are just fucked off teenagers, right? <laughs> fucked off teenagers, not actually getting anything done. One person's carrying somebody else's weight and it's it just never ends. And that's why when I started my business, I was like, I don't, I don't want to do this with anybody else. Like, I don't want to partner. I don't want to fucking do JVs. I don't want to collaborate because I want to do things my fucking way so that they're done right. Like that is the energy, right? Like that's the vibe. It's like, I don't want to fucking do this with other people because I want it to be done correctly. And I want it to be done in a timely fucking manner. And I want the right hand to talk to the left and I don't want there to be any fucking holes in it. And so if I do it all, then I'm not going to have any of these problems. So as I went through school and did all these group projects and was always in charge, hello, priming, right? That's CEO priming right there. <laughs> to say, fuck all this shit. I'm not going to do a group project. I'm not doing 25% of the work. I'm going to take over and do all the shit my fucking way. Um, I mean, it creates trauma response for sure. <laughs> it creates a lot of resistance. Um, when my brand new coach is like, Hey, um, you know, we're, we really need to get you into like networking circles. And I'm like, fuck all that. I don't know. <laughs> right. So much fucking resistance to networking because that's what I associate networking with is like these these awful group projects and, you know, the bartenders guild where everybody was lying all the fucking time and saying one thing and then doing another. Like, that's what I see when I see organizations. And even as, as a consultant and working in the casinos, it was the same shit, right? It was just high school drama amplified because everyone wear, was wearing a suit and a tie and making money, right? But it was really just the same old high school bullshit. Like I look at consulting projects. And so you'd have like in the casinos, you had managerial teams, you know? And so it's like the beverage managerial beverage team. And it would be the same thing. There would be four of them. And like one of them was the hot guy that wasn't going to do anything. <laughs> you know, it's the same fucking thing over and over and over again up the chain. You realize that this is what it means to be an adult is, is the same thing that it meant when you were in high school. <laughs> it's so weird. And so when I look at this inside of my business, like one of the things that we totally did differently with this is that I just said no. I said no to collaboration. Um, I said no to networking. And I was like shamed for this a lot, right? Like I remember having a client that was like, you have to do collaborations. And I was like, I will not do collaborations, right? Like I am not doing this. I am not working with other people because I don't want my, my standard of quality to deviate when somebody else does shit under my name. Fuck you. It's not going to fucking happen. And so when I built out my team, it was like, you know, I, I, I made this abundantly clear. <laughs> it's like no group bullshit, no group project bullshit here. Like you have a job to do. It will be done at this standard. And, you know, I mean, luckily, I mean, I guess it's not luck. It's skill, right? Skillfully. I hired people that embodied that and got into that space. And we always have the running joke inside of the wonder team, like that nothing is a group project you know? <laughs> um, because we were all the leader in the group projects. And like, this is what happens when you take all of the people in the group project land who were all the leaders, right? They were the leaders. They were the ones doing all the work, getting everything done. You put those four motherfuckers on a fucking team and that 
that is how you heal the group project wound <laughs> right there. And so that's what I've done. Like everybody on my team was the group leader in those group projects. They were the person that was doing all the work and carrying everybody else's fucking weight. And I put them together. That's what the wonder team is. That's the secret to the wonder team. <laughs> so when you're interviewing people for your team, you ask them, who were you in the group projects? Who were you in the group projects in school? Because that's going to tell you everything that you need to know. Make them take off their pants and make them tell you all about group projects in middle school, high school, and in, in any of their job performances before they met you. And that will tell you everything that you need to know. You want to hire the group lead in that. And then next time you hire somebody else, hire the group lead again. And so then before you know it, you're going to have fucking four, six, 10 group leads all working together and actually creating fully functional group projects that actually fucking work. For more trouble, go to realunicornsdon'twearpants.com. Hit that subscribe button and remember, hashtag fuck pants. <laughs>